Hey yo, what up? It's your boy Kenny B on the MIC repping the 254 and the 903. And this is again another fire episode of Faith Over Fear. I'm your host that's always doing the most. This is season two. We are back once again with another amazing episode. We're gonna get into a lot of different things that's going on in the community. I say I'm from the 254 and 903, specifically 903 today, <laughs> because we're going to get into some things that's going on here in the community, but as always, you guys can like this show, comment, let me know what's going on, give me your feedback, and it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. and then I post these links all during the week on my Facebook, on my Instagram, so make sure you follow me at Kenneth Hall Jr., that way you can get this information to you, and as always, I have an amazing guest, and I have another amazing guest today. Miss Gina Hunter? Hunter. Hunter. Okay. Hunter. I didn't want to get your name wrong. Miss <laughs> Gina Hunter, how are you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Now, as I said, we're going to get into some things going on in the community right. that involves our kids and our youth. Right. Because, first of all, I know this dear, dear to your heart. You are a family person. I've known you for as long as I've been here. And I've been here for a while. So, you've always been sweet, always been genuine to me. Um, and I usually start with an icebreaker, but I'm not going to start with an icebreaker. I'm going to start by giving you your props because I've been in and out of the hospital these past couple of years. Every time you're there and you're, um, are you, in, you're not a nurse. Are you, are no, you? I'm a Okay. Okay. But you always come check and make sure that I'm oh, yeah. good. Should I see anybody in there that I know? I'm <laughs> right. Gonna, you always come and make sure that I'm good. Um, and then when my mother got sick, you was checking in and making sure that she was good as well. Right. So instead of opening with an icebreaker, I want to open by saying thank you for doing that because you don't have to be that way. And um, one thing I've been taught by my parents is people don't have to be nice. And when they are, you should say thank you. So let me first off by saying thank you for doing that. I appreciate it. Um, let's get into Everything that we have going on now, um, right. you can kind of introduce yourself as in your name and your position, how you ended up on the school board and everything <laughs> of that nature. Well, my name is Gina Hanna. I, I, I lived here in Athens. Uh, I go to the Hanneville Church. Um, I've always worked with youth. Uh, they've always been a concern to me. And... I just love what I do, love right. being around people, you know, just somebody got to step up and, and make Come sure on. everybody's going, you know, doing well. And and the school board thing, I had people have been asking me to be on there, but I was like, I don't know, because I don't know enough about it. Right, right. And I kept, kept just putting it off until um, the last time I was asked, I just prayed about it and God said, I, I need you as a uh, uh, a platform for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I waited till I heard the voice of God telling me that I needed, that he needed me. Mm-hmm. So my thing on the school board is that when I went in, I didn't have any kind of agendas. I went as a platform to God. We're going to get into it because you jumping ahead a little bit, but you're okay. fine. Because we're going to talk about your faith and, okay. and how that impacts everything that you do. Because <laughs> well, like I said, I've been knowing you for a long right. time, so I right. know how... Uh, important faith and family right. and, and all of that is to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you being on the school board and you following your faith and following their footsteps, um, this is called faith over fear. Right. There's fear in that. And were there any trepidation in that at all? There was. because I had a different outlook of what the school board was about. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I heard of people going to complain at the school board, but the school board was mainly uh, our focus is on the superintendent. Okay. okay. So we have to make sure that the superintendent is doing what they're doing, making sure the finances are doing. Right. And there's a, a step ladder to different things that like people complain. There is a step ladder, just like I have one at work. I have right. to go through the, the policies. The proper so, protocols. Right, the protocol with it. So um, that's pretty much mm-hmm. the trepidation you had. Yeah. yeah. And then, okay, and then dealing with other people's, you know, issues. The community. Come on. You know, the community voted me in, so I felt like I had an obligation to our community to make sure that I. Serve them. Right. Serve them. And find out what they're like, not just what Gina, you know, what Gina wants. Mm. You're, you've always been that way as a person, mm-hmm. as far as putting others before yourself. Like I said, I've known you for a while. Mm-hmm. So, it to me, it seemed like a easy fit. Okay. <laughs> it seems like an easy fit, but dealing with others' issues and dealing with others' problems, and like you said, you're the direct line to the community when right. y'all take the community's com- um, concerns to the superintendent. Right. But y'all hear it firsthand. This mm-hmm. is what's going on. This is how we feel. Mm-hmm. Um, that can be frustrating, I would imagine. Okay. <laughs> I'm about to say <laughs> that can be frustrating. I would yeah. imagine, but. Being who you are, and I, like I said, know you, um, it wouldn't be a better person I would want in that position. Mm-hmm. Because you're really level-headed. Oh. Uh, I saw you I'm recently sure. at a birthday dinner, and you were really level-headed even then. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, we was talking about some things over on that side of this table, uh-huh. and you was like, you just ain't met the right person. And like, you literally <laughs> went into... Let me tell you what you really think it, like uh-huh. what you really doing about the situation. And uh-huh. like when you told me, I was like, "Wow, okay." Uh-huh. Like I've always been the person to try to listen to people with wisdom because I'm like, "Okay, I can learn something." Mm-hmm. And if, if there's any part or situation that I can learn something out of it, mm-hmm. then I always want to do that. Right. So when you told me that, I was like, "Yeah, okay, she is absolutely right." Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm, I haven't met who I need to be meeting because if it was, it wouldn't be an issue. Yeah, that's and that's right. exactly the wisdom you gave me. But it's fine, though, because that's I take good. that from that's you. Good. Because I know where it's coming from. Right. Like I said, this is not a, a new person in my life. This is somebody who I know to be genuine. So when you came to me the way you came to me, I was like, okay. If she's saying it, then that means I got to I gotta really listen to it and absorb what she's telling me. Okay. Um, <laughs> I want to get into the kids about mm-hmm. what's going on in these uh, with these COVID numbers. These COVID mm-hmm. numbers are getting really, really crazy right now. Right. Um, how is COVID affecting not only the kids, but the teachers of our schools? If we go back to look, last year when school had to close, you know, it was probably about nine months that the kids were losing. Yes. They had no school. Yes. So there, yes, there's yes. a whole year of falling back mm-hmm. and uh, not having schools. And you think other kids that's already struggling. So we had to figure out something that we needed to do to help those kids mm-hmm. to catch back mm-hmm. up. And then when it was going um, to virtual, those teachers, you, you know, we were worried about our teachers also because they were having to teach the one kids in school, those that were out of school. So those teachers were stressing themselves out trying to make sure that they gave those kids what they, you know, right, what they needed. Right. 
And then they were up all night doing the gradings and trying to take care of kids at home and take care of their families. Mm -hmm. So it was a big role. So once um, what once the school's back was back together, what they did, we had to try to figure out how to get their teachers and the students back. Mm -hmm. So what they did, what we did was they hired intervention teachers mm -hmm. to help the, the children get back into their to get them extra help. Right, right, right. Where they needed to try to bring them back. Because even with our star test, we weren't able to get star tests to know where the children are. Right, right. So what they're doing, I think they call it a map or something. Mm -hmm. They give them a test at the beginning of the school, in the middle, and the end. And this tells them how the children are progressing. Mm -hmm. So, and then, you know, also trying to give the teachers an incentive, you know, just we gave them a little... A little yeah. help around the Christmas time. Just to encourage them to let them know we appreciate everything they do, the hard work that they do. And putting their families online and, you know, coming to school, that's taking that COVID to their families. Mm -hmm. So, but. Yeah, I got um, I got friends who are teachers. You got a niece that's a teacher. Right, you got right. other teachers as well yeah. in your family as well. Um, that's a difficult thing. And I know right. at one point it was, you know, whether... Some kids were coming and some kids were staying at home. Right. And you want to have that option, of course. But then there's two different lesson plans. There's two different things that you have struggle. to deal with. Mm -hmm. That's a struggle and, and it impacts our teachers directly. Right. Um, with the COVID numbers going up now with these new variants, um, it's kind of getting crazy again. Um, I know we're doing everything possible to right. keep our kids as safe as possible. Right. Am I right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, go ahead. Go the ahead. The only thing I was thinking is we can't mandatory the mask. Okay. But I would recommend. Right, right. I tell them that all the time. Wear your mask. You right. Know, we can do that to make sure that, you know, you're not a carrier or it's not coming. Right. And that's where we are with that. And it's... to make sure they have everything they need the sanitation and all that kind of mm -hmm, stuff. Mm -hmm. It's it's not only for you're not wearing a mask just for you, you're wearing a mask somebody. for other right. somebody else. Right. And um I think we've I don't think anybody's not been directly infected by COVID as whether it be you having it or a family member having it. Right. Um my mom was on last season around November Thanksgiving like she was in the hospital for two weeks like I mm -hmm. mentioned and you were checking in on her as well right. um it got real so we have to do what so we you have realize to yeah, yeah yeah we gotta do what we can to yeah, keep everybody to keep safe, everybody safe right. because this is not like I said you're not just doing this for for you or, right. or for your family you're doing it for the next person the next person may you may get COVID and not have any symptoms at all somebody else may have other ailments and right. they cannot they cannot deal with that right. as, as effectively as you can so you you had it as well am I right I had it as well and I was asymptomatic yeah okay so uh, that was a thing too. So when I realized that I had it, I shut myself out right. for those 10 days right. to protect everybody else. So, right. And others wasn't as, as blessed as I was not to have it because we had a lot of people who we went through it. I lost a lot of friends, mm -hmm. you know, even with it. So. Mm -hmm. um, I want to switch roles just a little bit. That's fine. Um, is one of a few school districts that goes four, week, four days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when I first heard of it, I was like, wow, okay. But it, y'all, we've been doing it for, I want to say, three years? Three years, three years now? Mm-hmm. This is going on three years? Um, how's it impacting the kids? I think the kids are really adjusting. They like that, that Friday long weekend. Right, right. And I think they're getting more time in the classrooms. The classes are longer. Mm-hmm. And also, you have that extra Friday that if they are struggling a little bit, they can come on that Friday. Right, because the teachers go, I think, right, every other yeah, Friday. teachers that's there, they do extra interventions. So, mm-hmm. uh, it seems to be okay. I hadn't really gotten any kind of negative, uh, negative feedback mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can remember being in school. By the time you made it to Friday, you were spent. Mm-hmm. You were spent. You were exhausted. Um, is that the case for most kids still today? Like, it, we're checked out by the time Friday got here. By the time, yeah. yeah. When I see them coming out on Thursday, it's like they got a whole boost of energy. <laughs> <laughs> right. And they go to those buses, it's like they run into the buses. Okay, it's the weekend for it's us. It's the weekend for yeah. us. Yeah. It's the weekend for uh-huh. us. Um, to talk about um, older kids, high schoolers, mm-hmm. um, the different early college programs that we have that mm-hmm. we're offering. Can we get into some of those? The early programs like the Pinnacle, um, uh, the Pinnacle and the, also, they're starting at the 8th grade. Really. Oh, okay, okay. So when they, they uh, I'm not sure how they pick the kids to go into Pinnacles, mm-hmm. but going into the ninth grade, they yeah. already know if they're going to be accepted into the Pinnacle class. Okay. So with the Pinnacles there, you know, college, they're graduating before college, before they finish high school. Mm-hmm. And we also have another thing that they started in the middle school is that the, um, the CTEs, that's career technology mm-hmm. education, it's the uh, culinary, uh, let's see, I wrote it down. Uh, the principal of construction, agriculture, and hospitality. So, years before it all, it started in the high school. Right. So now they're starting in the middle school. So by the time the middle school get there, they don't have to go through the principles of it because they're already set. Mm-hmm. So these kids can graduate with certifications. Wow. Uh, okay. Like okay. The construction. I saw at the end of last year there was a a young, I think it was like three of them. They graduated with uh, certifications in construction, and they were able to go to Redmond. Uh, the what's the mobile home? Oh my gosh! Uh, if you wouldn't ask me, I know exactly yeah, what it is. They uh, uh, they, were they, they were able to go get jobs right, there. Right, right. They were able to, able to, to get out in the you know getting the workforce. Workforce. Hey mm-hmm. man, that's um mm-hmm. that's something that's really incredible because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I want to like even the pinnacle as well but as far as like the career the CTE some just don't go to college some so. don't go to college right. and what are we going to offer these kids right. that aren't going right. to school right. and for me I think for me graduating I was kind of like you know I don't know if the college thing was for me but it wasn't a lot offered mm-hmm. as far as like okay this is the alternative mm-hmm. or this is something else that you can do mm-hmm. so the more uh, programs and things that we can offer all of the kids and right. all of these uh, children um, it only benefits us in the long run Yeah, and I saw something else where they had a, a robotic uh, group that's incredible 
Yeah, so in those kids out with those robotic um, building notes, so that there's a you know there's something they can get into, and then mm -hmm. the media. I think the the high schoolers does the media at the football field. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Really, really, really. Mm -hmm. See, that now that would have been perfect for me if I. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That would have been perfect for me. But that, mm -hmm. those are the opportunities that we have to continue mm -hmm. to create, mm -hmm. because, like you said, college isn't for everybody, and it doesn't work mm -hmm. out for everybody. So, if we could give them an opportunity right. to get certified in these different um, jobs and and um, areas of work. Mm -hmm. um, that will definitely benefit everybody in the long run. Well, hopefully, you know, this past year, you know, COVID shut everything down. But the year before, they had like a, a it wasn't a workshop. It was like they had all these different um, career things mm -hmm. at, the, at the high school. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. The the construction, the agriculture. Um, agriculture, agriculture. Mm -hmm. and I think even the the police they came. Oh, really? And you know, it was just a uh, I can't even think of what you would call it. Um, was it career fair? fair? Career, career fair. fair. Okay. They had that. So hopefully this year, I think they were trying that. They were thinking about, you know, hopefully we doing can do that, that again. again. Yeah. yeah. Bring those young kids out so they can, you know, see all the different things that they can get. And see, this is vital information for kids that are um, coming into middle school, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and. Um, in the coming into high school, that way these parents will know, okay, this is what's going on because I can tell you up front, we give these kids this information, they gave us the information, it don't make it home. Mm -hmm. So they don't know nothing about what's going on. Right. Um, so that's a great thing to be able to, like I said, offer all these programs, right. all these different situations um, to like I said, not only if you go into college, but also if you want to go right into the workforce, right. we can offer both. Right. And that um, helps out everybody. It helps out everybody. When you get our kids, get them motivated. I mean, they seem like they've lost that motivation mm. a lot. I even got, during the COVID, I got a little laid back. Because right. I couldn't do anything. Right. So we need to get them motivated to get back into being involved instead of just going to class, eat lunch, come home, and that's it. You know, we need them. You need them motivated and excited right. to to be at school. Mm -hmm. And when you're when you're, that's even with adults. When mm -hmm. you're motivated, when you're excited to go to work, to go do the things that you're doing, mm -hmm. um, that makes everything a lot easier. Oh yeah, that makes everything a lot easier, and um, you do a better job with what you're doing when exactly. you're motivated to do it. And um, I know you're motivated as well with you being, like I said, being uh, on the school board and working with youth for years and years and years. <laughs> um, has that always been a passion for you? I guess it has. I started pretty young, you know, being like a, what happened with in my church. We had, we called YPD. Mm-hmm. I guess I watched other women do it, and mm -hmm. just got excited. And once I got in it, it was just like, because you know I did pageants, so mm -hmm. I was always, I always had my little foot in the community. So it's kind of a natural that thing way. that happened. Yeah, you um, spoke about your faith earlier. Mm -hmm. This is faith over fear. Um, speak on that a little bit more. Um, it's I know it's a huge part of everything that you do. Mm -hmm. 
and um, the way that it's a part of who you are and what you do and how you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, can you speak on that just a little bit more? <laughs> okay. Speak on how. I, I guess it was, I was just growing up in it. You know, mm-hmm. my grandmothers, my mom, they always made sure that we were involved in church. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a part of life. And, you know, um, even my ch- my kids and my grandkids, I, I want them to know who God is and realize that He is the reason we are able to get up every morning. Right. He right. wakes us up. It's not us on our own. It's mm-hmm. not something that we've done good. It's just the grace that He's given us. Mm-hmm. So... I just, I'm just one that I, I just fell in love with God and I want to please God. I want to do what's right. I want God to be uh, pleased with who I am mm-hmm. and to walk with. So that and that makes a difference. Um, one when I was a youth director, I had uh, I tell this story all the time. One of the little boy, my father was a band. He had a little band. Mm-hmm. So they were doing a reunion. He hadn't done it in years. They were doing a reunion, and I was I went to it, and I was sitting there, and one of my little youth kids, they were having somebody at the motel also. So he came by, and the next day he was like, uh, Angina, I thought you was a Christian. I said, well, yeah, I am. He said, well, I saw you in there with those other people, and they was at the at the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> at the uh, band. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah. I said, well, i tell you what. I said, that was my father's, and I said, there was a reunion he was having. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was going to be a part of it, but I said, but the same person I went in there is, is the same person that I came out of. Right, right. So that made him feel easy about, right. you know, realizing that we can be in places, but we need to be the same as we go in. Right, as we come out, as we come out. You call yourself Angina. That's what I hear everybody call you. <laughs> yeah, Angina. Come on, you call me. I'm about to say that's what I hear everybody call you. I would I would gladly take that name and call you that. Um I, like I said, I just know it's super important to you. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I didn't have an icebreaker, but I got one now. <laughs> now. Okay. And I'm going to ask you this because I know my mom and I know my uh, father as well. Uh-huh. Y'all like being grandparents a whole lot. I love better. it. <laughs> I'm going to say y'all love it. I love it. And I'm a, I love being an auntie because I'm everybody's auntie. It doesn't right. matter what color. Right, yeah, right. I'm ain't Gina. It's mm-hmm. just, I mean, you know, sometimes people don't understand their calling, and I feel like that's what mine is. I understand I that. Like that's what I completely Especially when get you that. see yeah, the youth you work with as grown as mm-hmm. grown adults can reminisce on what we yeah. used to, you know, and you can see the change in that life. That makes a big difference. When it makes just a make huge a difference, difference. A difference in one person's life, it just makes a big difference in yours. If I can help somebody, one. Right. That's all it takes. That's it. Then my living's not in vain. That's, that's a song. And I but love it, that's my that, favorite I was about song. I say that's a song. <laughs> um, and that's a word because right. you never know who you're impacting. That's right. You never know who you're touching. Yeah. And if somebody can be listening or, or see me doing something mm-hmm. and they're like, yo, okay, that's the, the road I want to follow, mm-hmm. then that's an incredible blessing mm-hmm. because I, my actions showed that this is something that I can do in a way that I can move. Um, like you said, if you can just help one person, mm-hmm. that's that's all that really matters. Um, 
I wanted to speak about you being a grandparent because, listen, <laughs> I got a 16-year-old niece. You know Maya. Um, oh, yeah. She swears her nana was her nana before she was our mom. <laughs> and, uh-huh. like, that's her rider. That's right. her rider. Like, uh-huh. she loves us. Right. Compl- loves her mom, loves me, loves her papa. Her nana's the top of Nana is right. top of the food right. chain. Right. And, um... And I tell people all the time, she struggled so much when she mm-hmm. was sick. Mm-hmm. And, like, she didn't she didn't open up to a lot of people. But mm-hmm. I knew because I know her. Right. And knowing her, she was like, I, I can't deal <laughs> with that. And her being, I think, 15 at that time, she right. was like, I can't, I can't lose my nana. So right. when she woke up and was able to actually speak... Oh, oh yeah. she was overjoyed. Yeah. And it's a bond that um, I don't think many can explain. The oldest, that oldest, that first grandchild, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. first one, mm-hmm. um, it's a special connection. Mm-hmm. It's a special connection that um, that you and, and that grandchild has. Right. Like, right. it's unbeatable. It's beautiful being a parent. I know this. <laughs> But it's something special about you. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think it's the fact that y'all can give them back. I think that's that what it is. Yeah, we can pull one. <laughs> I think that's what it is. When you get yeah. frustrated that your kids, they ain't got nowhere else to go. Uh-huh. I think with uh-huh. with uh-huh. grandkids, you can kind of, mm-hmm. all right, you you been working on that nerves. nerves. Let me call your mom. You go home. <laughs> <laughs> right. I hate that, man. But it's a beautiful thing. Oh, yeah. Um I thank you for doing this, for coming on, for being a part. Um, Like I said before, you're a beautiful person, have a beautiful soul. And I'm looking forward to seeing what's next for you because God definitely has a blessing for you. Um, Lil Dribblers is back. I want to see you, man. I want to see you. I tried to get out of Lil Dribblers, but I... I'm used Ray to seeing you. Me, I am. I, I'm gonna be there. I'm, I'm used there. to seeing you I'm there. I'm gonna be there. We were there uh, <laughs> Saturday. Yeah. We were there Saturday. I'll tell you one thing. I don't do the cold. I, I get that. I, don't do the cold. I, I completely get my that. My family know that. I, I completely come out they know get that. Like, what? I don't want to leave the house if it's below <laughs> forty. Why are we here? Uh-huh. Uh, so I completely understand. And the wind was blowing like crazy yes. Saturday. So yeah. I, it was crazy. It wasn't. I don't even think the temperature was that crazy. It was, the, it was wind the wind that, that made it mm-hmm. feel unbearing. Mm-hmm. So um, I completely understand yeah. that. But I am looking forward but to no, seeing I love you those there. Kids. I'll be there. Definitely looking I'll forward to sure. seeing you there. Um, you shouted out your church home. Yes, I did. Do that again. So that way they can know where they can find you. behind the veil. Bishop and Pastor Learner Cumbie. Listen. Bishop Sam and Learner Cumbie. Bishop Sam and Learner Cumbie. Yes. Um, Again, always nice, always cordial when I see him. Um, I had another podcast with your nephew. A.T. Yes. Uh-huh. He's a little wild, but that's my homie. That's A.T. That's a, but that's, that's A.T. A-T. Yeah. And he got to cut my hair later on today. But uh, but that's A.T. being A.T. And oh, when yes. he uh, uh, heard the podcast, the other podcast that I did, I was doing uh-huh. it with Savion at the time. Shout out uh-huh. to her. He hit me on my inbox. He's like, yo, I got to be a part. Like, I want to <laughs> be a part of this. Because I was like, okay, that's fine. And I was like, I just want you to be you. Because I know A.T. And but and like again, 
I keep saying genuine. Uh-huh. One of the most genuine dudes you're going yes, to find out here. And not only genuine, yes. one of the most talented dudes you're going to find out here. Yes. When it comes to whether him being cutting hair or doing music or, or being hilariously funny, the dude is a genuine, yes, talented person. I tell him this all the time. Like, every podcast, dude, you're one of the most talented people yeah. around. So, um, blessings to him as well. Yeah. Um, comedy and wisdom. And comedy and wisdom, <laughs> talents, everything. Everything, everything he touches. Everything he touches is, is, yeah. is beautiful. Uh, Demi out there at the middle oh, school yeah. doing what she's doing. Yeah. Um, so, I've, I've connected to the family. So, I know how y'all, how y'all get down and it's genuine. Um, I don't think you're going to find more genuine people. Um, than you guys and like I said that's a family thing that's not just an individual thing so it's a testament to you know the the elder statements of your of your grandparents and parents and it just goes down the line so um, I want to again thank you for being a part thank you guys for being so genuine Mm -hmm. Um, go see her behind the veil that's right go see her behind the veil Bishop Learner and Sam shout out to you too because this is an awesome thing that you're doing thank you thank you so much make sure you get out I'm trying to we're going to see you on the big screen I I hope so (laughs) look from your mouth to God's ears we're going to take that blessing I will take that blessing definitely matter of fact I'm going to end it on that Uh, (laughs) we're going to end it right there Um, I thank you again for uh, being able to come onto this platform again you guys this information is out here that way all these programs all these things that's going on in these schools you can't say I don't know I'm putting this out here for you so that way you can know sometimes it doesn't go from the mouth of teachers to kids to parents the communication gets lost let's not do that let's put this information out here that way everybody can have it so and again Gina Hunter you can find you on Facebook if you want to ask her any questions about what's going on I'm pretty sure she will answer them to the best of your ability when I saw you at that dinner I was like I'm going to have you on my podcast (laughs) and you was like okay that's fine and I I kept telling you you was like I'll be ready whenever you tell me to Thank you so much. Oh, you would have been on here earlier if you you closed yourself off because you because uh, yes. of uh, the COVID reasons or whatever. Right. And um, you would have been on here, like I said, a lot sooner. And you told mm-hmm. me, hey, give me like ten days so I can quarantine myself so I can be ready. Uh-huh. And I did that. And once you was done, you was like, all right, I'm ready to go. Ready to go. So again, I thank <laughs> you for uh, being a part. You guys hit me up, Kenneth Hall Jr. You can find these links every single week. You can find Gina Hunter on at Gina Hunter on Facebook. Ask her any questions that you need to. And you can find her at Behind the Veil. She's there every Sunday. I know she does. Yes, <laughs> so, again, I want to uh, thank my guests for coming on. And here's the information that we got it out for you. And as always, as I always end every one of these podcasts, when you feel that fear, when you feel that doubt, that trepidation, you got to throw that fear to the side and let faith be your guide. And I'm going to holler at y'all next time. Peace.